You want Frank flipping Lampard to come in and do that? But he's, he's, he's like Mr. Chelsea, in it? Like, he gets it. He don't get shit. He's shit at his job. He's terrible. He's so bad. Did you see that lineup he put together on Saturday? Ya lo hace. Pierna derecha, directo al arco. Yo, what's going on, people? Welcome back to another episode of TWC Football Podcast. I'm your host today. My name is Ade. I'm here with Steve. Good evening. And Ife. Hello. Guys, our Easter break is over. Obviously, um, we've missed the past, I think, two episodes due to unforeseen circumstances. We would like to apologize sincerely as, you know, as a collective. Bro, you decided to fly out for one. That's a business trip. Yeah, unforeseen circumstances, isn't it? The rest of the, the, the squad, we were not informed of that. Yes, no, it wasn't. No, 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 no. You can't, you can't prove that. You can't prove that in a court of law. I so can. who? I can. I've, I've got text messages. Guys, just interrupting the, the introduction. So, guys, obviously, um, yeah, we apologize and all that, all that kind of stuff. But we're back. We're back. A lot has happened, and we're going to discuss all of that great stuff with you right now. Um, before we get into it, obviously, make sure you're following on the um, on the socials. That's TWC Football everywhere apart from Twitter, where we are the Weekly Canon. Make sure to hashtag at us, tell your friends, tell a friend to tell a friend, all that good stuff. Um, I'm sounding upbeat, but it's not really been an upbeat time to be an Arsenal fan, I'll be honest with you. Um, a lot has happened. I've actually... Uh, we'll get We'll get onto that. These are the um, the days that we used to ask for, man. We wanted to be competitive, and we're competitive. Like we didn't ask. No, no, we ne- we didn't used to ask for days of being two 0 up twice in a like in two successive successive weeks, and end up joining the games. But in the time we've been off, uh, Brendan Rodgers has been sacked. Uh, Graham Potter was he sacked? He was sacked. Yeah. No, nah, he was. No, he wasn't sacked. Graham Potter. Last time we podded, I don't think he was sacked by that point. Oh, was it? Okay, I don't remember. Okay. Yeah, don't think he was sacked, but he's been sacked. Uh, Frank Lampard's come in. Dean Smith has gone into the Leicester role for the um, remainder of the season. Um, what else has happened? Yeah, I kind of think that's it. Um, Mane beat up Sane. Um, <laughs> Mane beat up Sane. Uh, what's it called? Arsenal drop points, like I said. So the twice. best place to start, yeah, twice. So the best place to start would probably be with Arsenal. Um, Steve, you're saying it's, it's still a good time to be an Arsenal fan. Would you like to explain why you think that? No, I mean, over overall, this is what we wanted, isn't it? When we were suffering under Wenger, we was in the same cycle of like getting battered by the big teams, beating the small teams at home, challenging for top four, getting knocked out of the carts, maybe getting an FA Cup here. Like, we wanted a team that was competitive, innit, that could challenge for the league title. And, um, you know, we've got that this season. So, overall, I know, obviously, we've not had a good last couple of weeks. Um, but, you know, putting things into perspective, this is what we wanted, innit? 
If I do agree, is this what is this what you wanted? Um, I've got a similar perspective, but yeah, yeah. In to to thingy to sum it up, yeah. I guess this is like this is what we wanted. Like we wanted to be competitive in April because like. I kind of saw it in the Champions League when, like, when when it gets to April, like late March, early April, like that's that's the crunch time in it. That's where like, that's where the big teams are still playing for stuff. And the fact that we're it's in April when we're getting towards the, we're in the middle of April and we're still playing for we're still playing for something important. It's it is like a it does give me a, like a thrill, a sort of adrenaline to say. Well, I'm going to be the guy that's going to have to respectfully disagree with you both because <laughs> because to lose, to be in winning positions twice in the manner that we have been in, in the manner we've started the past two games and to ultimately take two points from those two games, for me, is not good enough. Um, Liverpool, it can happen. I think, I, f- I can't speak for Steve, but I think I can. But we, like, I'm pretty sure we both, we both like agree with that. That the drop in the thing isn't good enough. Fair, fair. Let me let me let me but get Aaron. my ish, let me get my ish out. Liverpool, it can happen. They're still quote unquote a top side. Um, whatever. We probably ended up sorry. We probably should have ended up losing that game the way it went. But thankfully, we managed to get up Anfield with a point. Um, that can happen. West Ham, you're two 0 up in how many minutes? Anyone got the, the statistics for me? Ten minutes. Two no up in 10 minutes. I think myself and everyone else was looking at the table thinking, all right, goal difference. We need to make, you know, we need to boost up our goal difference. This could go down to the wire. We're thinking four five. Telling me that after the first 10 minutes of that game, we're going to end up drawing again 2-2. I would have slapped you in the face. Um, but that is what happened. That is what happened. And we're going to start there. So... Steve, I know you have a lot of questions that you want to ask in regards to the performance. If I think you you share similar views, but we'll start off with Steve because I think he was the most um, vocal about his um, how he felt. So take the ball away. No, um, I mean, we start the game off well and we have done for the majority of the season. That's something that we've been really good at. So... For us to fit, uh, to start off, respond uh, to City's result on Saturday with a fast start and, you know, be 2-0 up within 10 minutes away from home. It's thinking, yeah, okay, cool. That's great. Like, let's get the third. But we didn't learn our lesson from last weekend um, at Anfield. You have to be ruthless. You have to be clinical. You have to be incisive. And I felt like... We just, it maybe things were a bit too easy. I, I, I don't know, but we um, we just gave a goal away. We gave that penalty away. And after that, we just played no football. I don't, I can't remember too many periods other than maybe a bit in the second half when Trossard and Odegaard were trying to knit things together and get us into the final third. There was nothing really. Obviously, we had the penalty. That was a massive missed opportunity, but yeah. That's the concerning thing for me. The fact that we we had the um, the slight scare last weekend because realistically, I mean, if you look at the chances, we probably should have lost that game, but we got a point. We have an opportunity to really like respond and win 
handsomely against a West Ham team that have been struggling. They lost 5-1 against Newcastle a few weeks ago. I mean, they're low on confidence. We go 2-0 up. For us to let the game go the way we did and for us to turn it into... We, we made it a game that West Ham favoured. There was long throws, there were set pieces, they were up for it. That's the concerning thing for me. The substitutions as well was the more, the, where I have questions too. Very, very, very strange substitutions, but I'm sure we'll get into that later on. But my biggest question is where, what, what was that yesterday where we were on the ascendancy, we're comfortable away from home, where we've been comfortably the best team in the league away from home. What happened? What happened? And this is West Ham. We're not talking about like Liverpool or, you know, che- not Chelsea, sorry, like a city. We're talking about West Ham who are, I mean, they're, they're battling relegation. So that's what's baffling me. Maybe you guys can help me. I know if it has a theory, um, I'm going to free ball you in. Uh, I think you said yesterday in our group chat that it's it's down to the mental. I f- yeah, I think... Um... I think the Liverpool, the Liverpool result, I kind of share the same kind of sentiments as you guys. Yeah, Liverpool are kind of, they've been poor this season and they have had poor results even in big games. But I always kind of generally think in big matches or like top six clashes, slash also when you have, when you play games where like in recent history, you've never, like you haven't struggled. So like, you know, like for example, when, like Liverpool play us at, at Anfield, they've had they've had they've had a good record against us. I can't remember who who there's some. I can't remember the team right now, but like there's there's like um, isn't there? Is it like I don't know if it's not them Forest because they just but there's they, anyway there's anyway there's a there's like a team that at home that like they haven't beaten us in like ever or for eight or for ages or or whatnot stuff like that. So like I feel like in those kind of games, obviously football heritage. Yeah, like regardless of form, like. You can still lose those games, but generally you like teams kind of go into those games with that sort of confidence. Um looking at the Liverpool result as in in its entirety, were very like that we actually we actually ended up stealing that game, which is crazy considering you went what we went 2 0 up. And I think we've always said if you want to win leagues, if you want to secure top four, you need to draw games that you're supposed to lose. You're meant to win games. You're supposed to draw, and See, I've got to come in there and, and like you're right, but I believe that is a game that we should have won, given how we started. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't disagree. I don't disagree with you there. Mm. But when you look at the entirety of of, the, of that game, I mean, I don't, I don't love the the XG stat, but I I respect it in some aspects. But yeah, they had like they had a high XG than the seven nil that when they played them. Um, when they beat United to kind of put things into context a little bit. And obviously you watch the game as well. Like they like, they had like on, on a different day, it could have easily been 4-2. Like they, they yeah, had, I, I agree. They I, had I four, agree yeah. So like in, in the entirety of it. But I'm, but I'm more annoyed at us for allowing the game to become that where I think we really should have killed it. Yeah. You, before yeah, it, it, it came to that. That's true. And then against against West Ham, I think that was uh, that was very mental. Like we literally just cut, we've just come off the game of um, dropping a two 0 lead. We start fresh. It's two 0 Sorry, start hot. 
it was two 0 up, and then it's almost that they they kind of had like a little bit of an arrogance to them in that, in that like, or like we're kind of a little bit arrogant towards West Ham, like oh yeah, yeah the game's done, but you can't you can't really have that not until not unless it's like three four nil in my opinion, and then obviously they got they got the goal. What was the goal? What was the first goal again? The penalty. Penalty. Oh yeah. No, it was so what was the second goal? Bowen. Oh, Bowen. oh yeah, Bowen. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So yeah, so they yeah. So they so they got the goal, penalty, okay, fair enough. And then you could probably say like nerves kind of nerves kind of creeped in or like momentum. Another thing, do you know what? Like it's it's hard because I think one one thing about that game yesterday was the momentum, like the shift in momentum. And I think we've always kind of said like momentum such a crazy thing in sport where like mm-hmm. you, you like you can see it and like a lot of the time when that when there's that momentum shift or the other team has that momentum like no matter how great the side is no matter like I'm going I'm going You're almost it, powerless to it yeah like I'm going in and out but like kind of like the whole um yeah you're powerless to it regardless and then obviously we've got the pen we missed unfortunately and then I think that even fueled the momentum even more than they end up scoring and it went 2-2 and I think I think like it was it was like from that point it was a mental thing because when it went to 2-2 the players didn't really respond the only time when it kind of looked like we kind of had something going was when um, surprisingly um, Arteta brought on Jorginho and he not that he was making stuff happen but he was kind of like helping with the rhythm like just kind of like getting the ball, passing it, like kind of getting the rhythm going and then Odegaard started to get a bit more involved and then suddenly Arteta just took him off and then when he took when he took off Odegaard, that kind of just like killed whatever momentum or whatever we were kind of like brewing at mm-hmm. that time and then from there it just went flat and then Jorginho became his like usual self and was putting lofted balls into the keeper's hands in the 93rd minute and, and whatnot. So, um, yeah, I think... I do. I do think it's a mental thing, but hopefully, I can't. I won't. I, I can't lie if I'm going to say like I don't have a cause for concern because, like you guys have said, that's two games in a row where you've had two, like you dropped two nil leads, where yeah. like you should like you should be very comfortable. But I have to like go off what I've seen, the bigger sample size and the bigger sample sizes. We've been good away from home. We've only lost three games away. From, sorry, we've only lost three games this in the league. We've scored the second most goals. Like we're still we're still a good side. So I'm I'm gonna trust. I'm gonna back us to see it through. I'm going to uh you know, you guys have both broken down the game. I'm gonna take more of the like emotional uh I guess fan approach. And I failed to put into words the collapse yesterday. Um you guys have both said like, you know, you, you've attributed it to being mental. And for me, I just feel like, I think Steve, you said it, we were talking earlier and you said, um, if you like to repeat, you basically said like, you feel like in the first half, it was a case of we took our foot off the gas yeah. as opposed to going for the kill. Because where I've seen a lot of people talk about, you know, like a mental breakdown, mental this, mental that, in my head, I just feel as though I, I didn't see I, I, I didn't see the players and feel like the pressure got to them. I don't think that's what it was. Like I wouldn't say 
fair play. Maybe in the second half, you could see like they were trying to force things. They weren't playing their natural football. But it's just almost like, I I don't know if I'm putting it down to mental. It's it's like we almost run out of ideas. And I don't know whether that's so, mental. I don't know if, I, I don't know, go on if I, so I, I don't want to cut you off, but like saying it's mental doesn't necessarily mean like a collapse or like, you bottled it or stuff like that. I feel like the mental, especially in this game, was just like, like you said, that like you just kind of don't know what to do. Like you, it's it's almost as if they were like rattled. Yeah. And then like that, and then that, and then like okay, because okay, like in contrast, you you could say it's because of the teams we played, but when we went when it got to two two against Liverpool, Liverpool were pamming us and yeah, like yeah, they were creating right. shots. Whereas in this game, when they got to two two, they West Ham weren't really they they had like a like I think when Antonio hit the cross, we still could have won the game. Yeah, we still could have run again, but like they it's not like they were on us on us like that. So it's almost as if when it went to two two, it's like the players kind of had like PTSD from like last week and like didn't want to go like toe to toe or didn't want to really like like throw guys forward and attack Both just in case. Yeah. yeah they, so it's 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 almost as if like. Boom went to two two, was like okay, let's just let's just get out of here with the point. And yeah, to be fair, actually no, to be fair, Arteta's subs yesterday were more positive. To be fair, but yeah, let's go on to the subs because Steve, I know you. I think you said it actually when you when you spoke there. You generally didn't understand them. Um, I've seen a lot of talk about the subs. Um, if there seems to you know, he said it was positive. Steve, I'm guessing you disagree. No, they were positive substitutions because they were attacking substitutions, but I, I didn't... All right, so the double change on 67th minute was Jorginho and Trossard on for Partey and Jesus. Partey wasn't good, and we had we couldn't put any sequences or passes together, so I can understand why Jorginho came on. The Trossard one, he comes on, but I don't think he comes on for Jesus because, for me, on the day, Jesus was our best player, unless the medical team have had a conversation with Arteta and said, we can only play this guy for 60, 70 minutes until he's, you know, he's right, which, okay. Mm-hmm. But, no, but that's not really been communicated in the media. So that was the one thing that baffled me. So that's the 67th minute. We wait another 20 minutes and then we decide to change the shape, sorry. So we take off Tierney and bring on Fabio Vieira and we take off Martinelli and bring on um, Reese Nelson. So I felt like, I think Xhaka went into like the left-back sort of slot. Fabio mm-hmm. Vieira was sort of in the central areas. I think he's trying to find half spaces, but he did nothing. Um, and then the 90th minute, we take off Odegaard, who was probably the only, felt like he was the real one. Him and Trossard were the only ones that were doing anything. Progressive. We took him off for um, Eddie Nketiah right before a set piece that Odegaard was standing over. I, I couldn't understand that too. So um, it was just too late. It was too late for me. Like that, that Trossard and Jorginho um, substitution, the gap between that and then the Reese Nelson and Fabio Vieira, and that's 20 minutes. Um, we didn't see anything really within that, 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 that 20 minute spell. I just, I just felt like he made subs for the sake of it. It was more, it reminded me of the old Trafford substitutions when we went two mm-hmm. one down in August um, at Old Trafford. And, I think he just changed the shape. We went to like a free fight. September. September, yeah. It was, it was early September, yeah. Yeah, early September. And 
Yeah, man. Like, just, just we lost the game, obviously, but just it's almost like he made subs for the sake of it. He's not done a lot wrong this season, but I felt as though if we just continued with the, you know, maybe a few changes, like maybe have Jorginho on, keep Odegaard on, have Trossard on with Jesus, we could have maybe created a few openings because Jamie Carragher was saying in commentary, like we had no one in the box. Mm. Um, we just looked like we're just passing five yards, square passes, square passes. It's like we didn't know what to do. So, yeah, baffling. Individual performances. Um, I've seen a lot of Rob Holden talk. Uh, people are praying for Saliba to come back. I see someone tweet something like, take my spine, Saliba, I don't need it. Um, so, uh, how much of this can we put on Rob Holden? We're going to go through, obviously, that, you know, Saka didn't play well. Partey didn't have his best game. Gabriel gave away the penalty and just, you know, didn't look his solid self. Uh, Martinelli looked like he was getting stuff. You know, he was trying to make stuff happen. Jesus, like you said, probably our best player of the day. Odegaard making stuff happen. We'll, we'll focus on Rob Holding first. Uh, we can look at the past two games where, you know, like I've said, we've been in commanding positions and we've let the points slip. Is it harsh to look at Rob Holding and think, yeah, he's not quite it? Or what do you guys, you know, what's your guys' take? I'm seeing a lot on social media about it. He's not he's not it, but I don't think he's the reason why like, we, we've conceded four goals in the last two games. I don't think he's the primary reason. Mm. But he is a hindrance in terms of how this team has played the season. We have gone up a level. And... He is not good enough to play the football that we need to play as a centre back. He's just not. He's not. He's not um, good enough on the ball. He's not brave enough in possession, and it's not his fault, by the way. Like we've got a player in Saliba that's very, very good. He's special. Like there's not too many centre backs in the league that can do what he does progressively. So, yeah, he's. Um, I think he worries too much about the physical attributes of his opponent. I think he wants to grab hold of the striker too often and makes it a battle. And we're in the, v- we're not in the VAR, we're in the VAR era now. Like you can't defend like that anymore. He gets rattled by that too much. There was a, even a, a point where himself and Ben Rahm were in a 50-50 going shoulder to shoulder. I, I read on the TL this morning, Ben Rama's doing Ramadan and he waits, Ben Rama waits holding off the pitch. Like, how's that happening? You're a you're a five foot ten, six five foot eleven, six foot centre back. How is that being allowed to happen? So, I don't think he's good enough. No, and I, I do think he is a hindrance to the team. But I don't think he's the reason why we conceded four goals. I think um, I think as Arsenal fans, we do this a lot, where we we look for we, a scapegoat. Like, yeah, we scapegoat players like. For anything, anything like at, at the start of the season, when we were when we were going through it, and that when Gabriel wasn't at his best, yeah, there was times where like he was generally almost costing us. But there were games where like he'd have a good game, maybe make one rash tackle, and then boom, ah, oh, Gabriel, this is that. And I think I echo kind of Steve's sentiments. Like Colden is very average; he's not good. I don't want him in the team. I don't. I honestly, as much as that. That said, I don't mind having him as a squad player because I I generally think 
having him as someone who can come in for maybe like two to three games or like play the odd game when someone's a rest. I don't mind him in that role, but it's just unfortunate that the times where like where he's come in for that, they've been extended period that obviously that like last season he played basically I can't remember how many games it was, but he played he played more than like three get like he played an extended period last season. Obviously now he's probably like if we're being if we're being real, he's probably gonna play every game to the end of the season unless there's some sort of miracle with Saliba because Saliba's thing was oh, peak. God. Like that's 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 the thing of it. So like I think that's why it's highlighted and and all of that. But again, like Steve said, people are saying, oh yeah, oh, oh with him in the side, our oh, our expected build up goes down and our progressive passes and all this and like I'm like, okay, yeah, cool. But use your eyes like he's not the like he's he's done like like Steve mentioned, there was that um 50-50 with Ben Ramar. He also done something with uh, he um he gave away that foul to Antonio on the edge of the box. Like he does, box, yeah. like he does, yeah, he does mess up, but he's not the reason why we dropped a 2-0 lead. A 2-0 lead. He's not the reason why when it got to 2-2, we couldn't create anything. He's not the reason why party wasn't playing back. Like he's like he's just not. So like let's 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 be fair in the criticism in it. No, I, I think I agree with you there. Um literally with what you've both said, like he ain't it. Unfortunately, he just he's just not the William Saliba. He's not Gabriel's level. He's not, you know, the creme de la creme of the of the Prem. Um, but I think he is a good rotation player. Me personally, I would like to upgrade on him because his deficiencies do hinder us in a way. Um yeah, literally echo everything you guys said. We to saw Kieran Tierney. To could interject as well. Uh, I think I think even it sounds weird, but with with this Ben White, I'm oh, sorry, not Ben White thing, with this holding thing, it's more of an issue mm-hmm. with our right back because if Tom Yassi wasn't injured all the time, I do think we'd see less of holding because it would be a thing where, okay, like, like say if that happened, say if like, the same thing happened, if Tom Yassi wasn't injured, it would have most likely been that either Tom Yassi or, or Ben White would have played centre-back and then the other would have played right-back. Yeah, back. I agree. So, like, I agree with that 100%. I, I think it's more of that because like, we actually do have adequate right centre back cover is just our yeah. right back that's but yeah is is um yeah. that that Austin trusty at Birmingham City is he a left back or a centre back Austin Trusty yeah we, we signed some American guy last gen or last oh, yeah. oh, my to the championship but he looks like oh, a my does he actually he looks like a, he's been playing for Birmingham City and early I on in all about season, sorry I forgot all about him. I forgot we signed him. Yeah, he looks like somebody that, like, if we decide to sell Holden, which I hope we do, I don't mind having somebody of a similar profile to. Like, you see how Liverpool have Gomez, Matic, Van Dijk. Like, they're all of a similar profile. They're not all the same ability, but you need to have. You can't have your third man being a completely different profile. It can't happen. But then, but then, I think, I think, I think he's a left back. I'm looking at it now. Is he left? Oh, is he playing? Okay. I think he's the, the last game against Sunderland he played left back and he's and it says he's left footed. Thing is you oh. say similar build and everything, Steve, yeah, but do you not reckon sometimes you might need a different a different view on it, different, you know, different take to it? Not at centre back, in my opinion. Thing is holding gives us something different in, in a in a sense of like when we know we're like one nil up, two nil up, and we need to yeah, see yeah, a game yeah. out, holding comes on and he is that kind of defender that will yeah, see yeah. that he he's a defender's defender in it. He's like a, a yeah. throwback. 
let me just win the ball kind of defender. But he's not good at defending and he's not good in the, like, okay, he's... Okay. I think, yeah, sorry to interrupt you, I feel like, you, you see how we see Harry Maguire like in a free, like, mm. when his back, when Maguire's back is up against the wall and he's just got to defend, he doesn't yeah, have to think yeah, about, yeah. I think holding is that kind of defender. So like holding <sighs> in like an Everton side or holding in like, yeah. I don't know, like a Leicester City or, or, or someone that's not, Playing the type of football, the brand of football we are, yeah. you see the best in the holding. To be honest, I mean, I, I don't, I don't agree specifically with the Maguire comparison because I think Maguire is a bit different. Maguire's but, better on the ball, definitely. But and I like, think Maguire and, and, and is Maguire, a better. Maguire's proper. He's like he's in that mode. He's a proper like low block kind of defender. Like he, like yeah. he will clear. He will get rid of everything in the air. I don't see holding as that. Yeah, okay. Holding might not be as as. But, um, but yeah, I, 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 too, but too far, I get, I get, I got what you mean. Like he, yeah. he's, he's a low block. He's a low block defender. I think so. Just, like, I think so. He's, he's a bang ball. average defender, isn't it? Yeah. Like Brighton, maybe not Brighton to be fair, because they they play expansive yeah, football now. Brighton. But um, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Yeah, um, okay, guys. So uh final stretch of the season. We've got Southampton on. Is that Friday? Is it Friday we have Southampton? Yeah, we do. Friday night football. Friday night football, we have Southampton. Um I was ready to say that if we didn't win the West Ham game, as as painful as it is, the tide is starting to turn. You know, City have hit that form that they hit. Um, Pep's not rotating too much. He's keeping the same team. They look like they know what they're doing. They slap the hell out of Bayern. They're winning their Premier League games. Uh, Is it fair to say if we don't beat Southampton, we might as well start kissing the title goodbye? What if we don't be Southampton? Yeah, like let's oh, say we. Oh, it's embarrassing. Yeah, comp- yeah, bro. Let's let's say we draw that game. Like, do, is that a must-win game for Arsenal? Um, yeah, we have to win. <laughs> we have to win, man. We have to win that game. If we don't, boy. If you agree. Um. Yeah, I think we we like we need to we need to get a, a dub on the board. Obviously. Like we we don't know what City's result. They they, they probably I mean they probably if we're being honest they probably win their game. They don't um, play until oh yeah they don't play, oh, next they don't play until us yeah. yeah but um yeah we need to we need to win that game <laughs> yeah we need to we need to win that game going in yeah yeah no we actually need to win because yeah let's right let's up. let's let's best case scenario we win that game. It's obviously a week in advance, but how do you guys feel about this Man City game now? Steve is. Uh, vigorously shaking his head. Um, would you like to explain what the shaking of head means? Nah, listen, man. I I, I want to believe. Honestly, I do want to believe. But this is this is Pep Guardiola. This is Man City. This is like their league. We're going to their place. Like business time of the season. I can't see anything, man. But a, a W for them. I would love, I would love for us to go there and win, but I just can't see it, man. And especially now that Pep stopped tinkering and he's actually playing a, like a, a system with his best players again, I just can't see how we just don't. Yeah, we don't. Especially if Saliba's not playing, man. Like, how do we, <laughs> how do we um, get a result, man? Yeah, sorry. Sorry, guys, man. I want to be optimistic, but I, I don't believe. <laughs> I don't believe it. Um, yes, I think that we don't beat as well. We I've got. 
I've got a weird kind of view on it. I, I can't, I, like, honestly, I, I don't know why. I don't know why I have this kind of view, but it's in two parts. So in terms of the City game, I think, I like, I, I do think a lot of what Steve said, but I've, like, I believe, like, I like what I've seen from us this season. And, like, we've passed, like, we passed so many tests this season. And so, like, going into this game, obviously when we had City at home, that didn't end well. But um, going into this game, I think I, I like what we've seen in it. So I'm, I'm giving us, I'm giving us a fighting chance. And I think generally, I think with me, just avoid defeat. As long as we avoid defeat, then we're still, we're still in business. I think we have to go. Like, I'm not saying we should go there to play to get a draw, but I think we need to go there with, with the intention to. We need, like, we we need to, we need to win the game, but. Worst case scenario, just avoid defeat. If we avoid defeat, if we avoid defeat, then we can still kind of say, okay, then we just need to win our games and like, let's just hope that some, we get some luck in our favour. But then like my overall kind of view on it now, yeah. Like, do you ever get, it's a weird, it's kind of like a weird analogy, but do you ever, whether it's like when you're actually playing like PlayStation or like if you're actually playing sports or like maybe you're doing like, you're like working on something and you know when something's challenging and like mm-hmm. it kind of gives you that, that satisfaction kind of, like, of like yeah yeah it kind of gives you that buzz like you like that competition like you know when you're 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 you're, you're doing something and you're like oh this is actually a challenge and you're kind of like excited to take it on is that I've how you feel i've kind of yeah i've kind of got that it's a thing where like this like the thing is obviously we're all in, we're all in disarray at the moment but this was never. It was never going to be easy. It, it was never going to be a thing where, yeah, we've like we've won like like we've won the league with like three games to go or like, oh yeah, we're just coasting. It's just a matter. It's just a matter of when, not if. It was never. It was never going to be like, especially like Steve said earlier. Like when you see what City have done, City have shown if you want to even like sniff the Premier League, minimum ninety, minimum ninety. So, I'm kind of like looking forward to the challenge and seeing what these these guys can do. We've been great all season. Obviously, we've got a few injuries, we've got a few stuff here and there, but I'm looking to I'm looking forward to what to what we've got ahead. Like like that's you said, we're now in the business end of the season and we're and we've got something to play for. And it kind of as as a maybe it's like the sly neutral kind of fan in me, even though I'm an Arsenal fan, it I've got that I've got this kind of excitement of okay, can we do it? Can we not do it? And it's a thing where if we do it, obviously I'm going to be over the moon. I'm going to be so happy. A hundred percent. I hope we can do it, and if we can't, I'm definitely going to be gutted. But at the same time, it would it would just like I've made my peace with it in the sense where if we don't do it, then it just means we weren't we we just couldn't get over the hurdle. Like we weren't good enough. Like we just didn't have that extra thing. And then we learn from our mistakes in the summer. Hopefully, like we address our we like strengthen and we go again. It's a bit different from mm-hmm. last season because last season I feel like there was a maybe it's because we got top four. So like I feel like I feel like I feel like we got that, but like with last season, it hurt more because I was just like, oh like we're almost just, there. Yeah, we were almost there and it was deflating. And it's just like like I, I and at the time I was thinking, what does this mean for our summer transfer targets and whatnot? But with this time, I'm like, you know what? I, I'm I'm up for I'm up for the challenge. Like, let's see what these boys are made of. They just they've they've done what they've done well to get to this position to be in this position. 
now just see it through. And, and like, honestly, obviously I wasn't as big as a lot of people like at different points of the season, but the fact that we're still in with a fighting chance and I think maybe if our fixture list was like harder, I'll, I'll mm-hmm. be less, I'll, I'll be less optimistic. But I remember, I can't remember, it was, I think it was maybe around the international break or going into the, coming back out of the international break. There was like, um, there was like a, there was like a chart and it showed every team's like strength of schedule. And ours was like slap bang in the middle. I think ours was like 10th and like cities was 11th. So like, we've got similar, obviously like city are different beast and like, even though they're like, their schedule is like 11th or whatever, to them it's probably, it's, it's an easy schedule, but they've got some mm. games there. But realistically, our, our schedule isn't the toughest and it isn't the easiest either. But given how we've been this season, Obviously, Saliba's a big miss. Hopefully, he can come back. I don't think he comes back, if I'm being honest. Hopefully, we don't have any more injuries. Hopefully, like, guys like Saka, Martinelli, Jesus... I mean, Jesus, like, since he's been starting, he's he's been scoring, so he's been picking up his form. But hopefully, mm-hmm. like, Jack, guys like Xhaka, Party, Gabriel, Holding, Ben White, hopefully these guys can pick up uh, that last little bit of form to end the season. Because I I, I think, like, if we... Like I said, if if we win our games, we don't lose. Maybe get one. I think we can only afford maybe like one more draw because we don't know what seat we're gonna do. But if that happens, then we then we've got it. And boy, it's gonna be gonna be a good summer. I think um, I've been calling for um for this for a long time. You know, I've said Arsenal are gonna win the league since you know before you guys all saw it. I've been um I've been on that bandwagon so. I'm going to stay on that bandwagon. I think um, in a one-off game, I think we can beat Man City. I genuinely do believe that. Um, obviously not playing the way we've been playing in the past two games, but the way we, in which we have gone up 2-0 both times, it still shows me that, you know, it still shows me all the positive signs and all the things that I've been seeing from throughout the season where this team, when they're on, they're on. So um, I think we can beat Man City. I think um, it's obviously we've made it a lot more harder where, you know, we've been playing the way we've been playing, where we don't have our full strength starting 11. Um, it's going to be hard. Like you said, if uh, this is, you know, it's going to go, it's down to the wire stuff. And um, yeah, my prediction is, I, I think, you know, I'm going to stick with Arsenal. That's probably the fan in me. But if we don't do it, and this isn't given any excuses. I don't think you can call it a bottle job or anything like that because it's probably going to be one on about 90 plus points, which, you know, before the City era of dominance, like the 90, how, how many teams were hitting 90 points this regularly? I don't think it's ever been done. So if we do lose to City, I think we just lose to the better, the better team. We hold that. Same way Liverpool have just been second best throughout all these years. Like, we literally just have to hold that. Um, do you guys think it's a good season if we finish second? Of course. Of course, it's been an unbelievable season. I didn't think... So is that... Yeah. I, no, like, this is the most serious I've, I've felt about Arsenal, it, like, as a as a, like, as an adult. Got to be honest. I know we've been shit for most of my adult life, but... Yeah, bro, like we've been serious. Really good. Really good. We played good football. We've got a really young, like we must not forget, these guys are young. We've got a young manager. And yeah, this has been a really good season. 
it's not been a fluke whatsoever. So, mm. yeah. I know, obviously, we want to win the Premier League. I'm desperate for it. It's been too long, almost 20 years. But, yeah, man, it's been a crazy season. I never yeah. could have imagined this. Yeah. If uh, you agree, good season if we still finish second? Um, I, I don't... Like, I think Steve lost it a little bit along with Gary Neville when he said unbelievable season. I don't think it's an unbelievable season because... We've, we've got, like, if we don't go on to do it, we've got into this position and we have essentially put all our eggs in one basket with, like, the Carabao Cup and FA Cup and stuff like that. So, like, to not finish, yeah, I wouldn't say that's an unbelievable season, but I don't, I disagree with Rokin saying it's, like, a terrible season. I think I think, it will, I think it is a good season because realistic, like, obviously no one wants to hear this, but our, our goals going into this season were, was, was probably to get top four. So, yeah. That achieved us, and we've, and like if I mean if we won today, we would have we would have clinched it. So, but so we've yep. done that in emphatic um emphatic fashion. So I think it is a good season, but um yeah, I think that's all. That's all I, I think. think for me, similar to like the Brendan Rogers, Brendan's Brendan Rogers's time at Leicester, where you know I think there was a season where they were in top four for majority of it. If you look at it from an unbiased, um, unbiased kind of point of view you look at Arsenal finishing second and you say yeah that, that's a great season that, that's a really good season but obviously being Arsenal fans um, it's obviously going to be bittersweet because we're almost there and you know it's just not going to feel nice as fans but unbiased objectively speaking you look at it and you, you think you know what that's a good season let's see if we could kick on um, from that but yeah, that's that's Arsenal talk, guys. That's Arsenal talk. Let's go to we kind of spoke Man City during that. Um is there anything specifically anyone wants to say on Man City? Or should we have a look at other teams in and around the league? Um, I think only the only thing with City, again, like I mean, this is probably the one time where I don't I'm kind of wish I wasn't really proven proven right. Mm-hmm. But do you, do, do you remember that? Do you remember that period where like they look like they they not even they weren't even in bad form, but like they I think they only really, like lost one or two games or something. And then the narratives that oh um um City with Haaland he just doesn't make like he makes them worse. Mm-hmm. Like, that, I can't remember what what the results were, but do you remember those like, oh City then they're not the same. Like there was there's all this talk, and I was like, you guys do this like every, like you, you just do this every year where like City have that one or two. I feel like. See, you have that one or two results that aren't great where and they don't people win. Start and then, like, obviously, because people love to like turn football into narratives now. So it's just like, oh, what's going on with City? Harden, the City's made them worse. This is that because, like, because it's it's fun. It's funny how now, back then, people were saying, oh, City's um Harden's holding City back. This isn't this isn't the same City side. To now saying, oh my days, Harden scored. He's, he's about to hit fifty goals. He's better than Mbappe now. He's potentially he could potentially um, be in for a Ballon d'Or if they win the treble and all this stuff. So like I think again, like it's just it's just another another example. Like especially with teams who have been super consistent, like City, just just relax. Just like you don't not, not everything has to be a narrative. You don't have to get that soundbite for anything. Just they're just like just chilling it. But yeah, like they they just is literally just doing what they usually do and. Pep seemed to found, find this new, this new thing with like stones in midfield. Yes. Yeah. 
Steve, do you agree? Do you have anything to, to add on City? No, man, this is them, man. Like, they win the trouble. Like, <laughs> what does this mean if they win the trouble? It's the best era of, of English football we've seen. Yeah, bro, crazy. Great. Like, no, no one's talking about it because they just get to this point of the season. Every season, they're like in the title race, in the Champions League, and in contention to win the FA Cup every year. But they could actually win the treble, man. It's mad because I don't think this is the best city side. I don't think so either, but they're there every year. Who did I talk to? I was talking to someone earlier and I was just saying like, City are going to win the Champions League one day. Like, like they're just there every single year. I respect it, man. Do you reckon it'll be this year? Real Madrid are fake, innit? So, I, I don't know. Right, right now, looking at the current bracket, obviously, we've had the first leg of games. Uh, City versus Bayern. I'm guessing we will expect City to progress. Yeah, that's done. That's done. Yeah, I appreciate. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that's Real Madrid, done. Chelsea's done as well, so they're gonna have to go through Real Madrid. So we've got Real Madrid, City. Who do you guys see making it to the final there? If they get if they get through Real Madrid, I think I think they I think they did. But yeah, who who do you think? Like you you got to put money on it right now. Man City, Real Madrid. Who gets to the final? This goes against that's old money versus new money. That's heritage this- versus. Not so much a heritage. This this goes this goes against everything I believe or I want to happen, but I think just because the law of averages, I think I think I think City get through, just because like Romjid, we're, we're like we're just too we're just too fake and like you just won the Champions League. And you say like, we. This guy's yeah. such a loser. I yeah. Oh, on the other side of the bracket, you're a joke. Who was the teams? It was Inter and no, it was why AC Milan. Why am I joking? Why are you saying we? It was, because I'm a, it was I'm 80 a, Milan I'm a, and I'm a you, you think you won't get a monkey, uh, uh, what's it, a monkey chant or a banana <laughs> to the face if you used to go there? It was, it was AC Milan part. versus, it was AC, it was AC Milan versus Napoli. AC Milan won 1 0. Uh, Victor Oshman is back. I think he'll be back in time for the second leg. Can he sway things in their favor? 100%. Yeah. So, what do we expect Napoli to do? What do you think they, AC can see it? They've, they've been a, a little bit shaky. Like, they, they drew. They drew on the weekend. I think they lost the get um, the week before. But was that the four piece? It might the Milan four piece, isn't it? Nah. That that was that in the league. That's complacent. Yeah, no, that was in the league. league Milan, Milan oh, yeah. gave them four. Yeah. Alright, they're so far ahead. They'll be fine. Yeah, no, they've, they've they've won the league. They're fifteen points ahead. Like they've yeah. they've like they've, they've won the league. But um, yeah, like going into this game. Yeah, I expect them. I expect I expect them to do it. Right, uh, and then we got Benfica Inter, which was was yeah, that two 0 Inter through, Inter go through. So Inter yeah. versus Napoli, yeah. who wins that? Inter. Oh, sorry, Inter versus Napoli. In- Napoli. I don't know. That'd be a good game because Inter are quite. Um, they're, uh, pick a team. Pick a team. If if if, if if Napoli are full if Napoli are full strength, if Napoli are full strength, I back I back I back. Yeah, I'm saying Napoli. I want Napoli to get to a final. Steve, you were saying though. You heard, I heard that um, what's it? Uh, Inzaghi is a really good mm. cup manager. Like he's not rated. Um, the fans don't rate him in his like his league form, but in the cups they really do. They back him so, and it's been uh, in the, in the Champions League campaign this season. So okay. So last bracket we got Man City versus Napoli. Who wins the Champions League this year? I want, I want, I want to, I want to see Napoli. I want to see Napoli do that. But uh, you know what? 
it's weird. I don't I don't like finals. Like I don't like finals where there's two teams who I really like because you always just get that <laughs> little bit of disappointment. I, I like, I like finals where the two teams yeah. play football. Like they actually try and play. Yeah. I don't yeah. want any pregnancies in the final. So I'm I'm here for made the better team win, man. I, I, I love a dogged one 0 performance. Like you gotta do what you gotta do to win a, to, to win at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Madrid got very lucky against City last season. You know? They should have been out in the first leg. Should have been out. I don't second. think they got lucky, mate. I don't they think they got, got lucky. Very fortunate not to concede. Bro, do you remember how many chances City missed in that first leg? Was this was this the game where Vinicius ran Fernandinho? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was that. Yeah, no, that wasn't luck. Yeah, they deserve that. They deserve to win the game. They deserve to win that game. I just call it how I see it, man. Right, that's that's a bit of Champions League. Let's talk a bit of um, Premier League. Like I said at the start, at the top of the pod, obviously we're going to round up soon. But uh, Lampard's in at Chelsea. Steve said that he's a better coach than Frank Lampard um, in our group chat. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. Like, bro, like. First and foremost, I like I, I hadn't really been on my phone all day. I looked at uh, Twitter and I saw David Ornstein's tweet, Frank Lampard's set to take over as caretaker manager. I thought it was a parody account. So I went on and I saw the verified David Ornstein. Can, can you imagine being a Chelsea fan right now? Frank Lampard is your interim manager. <laughs> Do you know how crazy that is? Listen, I think as a Chelsea fan, you should have written crazy. off the season. I, I you should have written the season I off. I think it's insane. Like, I, I, don't think, I don't think it's that crazy this as is, an interim. But I would understand it if it was a, a normal season where you fired a manager that's just not done well. But Chelsea are in a mad position right now where they've got like 50 guys at their training ground every day just chilling. Like you need somebody to with authority that's going to manage this transition to the summer, where the new guy's going to come in. You want Frank flipping Lampard to come in and do that? But he's, he's, he's like Mr. Chelsea, in it? Like, he gets it. He don't get shit. He's shit at his job. He's terrible. He's so bad. Did you see that lineup he put together on Saturday? <laughs> Who was the number nine? Oh, my Who was the number nine? Why are you playing guys that's not... Why is Zachary... What's his name? Zachario. Zachario. Why the hell is he playing? You've got guys that are going to be here for seven, eight years. Do you not want to see what they're saying? I, I, uh, I don't know. Where, where's the Bamian? Why is the Bamian not playing? <laughs> you can't score a goal. Why is the Bamian not on the pitch? Yeah. Why, is Kepa, why is Kepa the captain? Why is Kepa wearing that captain's armor? He's shit. Like, Wait, guys, there's so side. many things that do not make sense to me. Yeah. This guy is terrible. He's honestly awful. And when you ask him questions, the press ask him questions. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we didn't do the basics well tonight, today. What does that mean, Frank Lampard? What does that mean to you? <laughs> what are you talking about? <clears throat> Any manager gets asked questions. Yeah, it's the highline this. We didn't do that. You are just saying shit. You're terrible. Absolutely terrible. I don't know how he's man. Honestly, it makes me so sick. I don't want to go. I've I've lost it already. I'm a bit heated as it is, but he's so bad, so incompetent, and it's and it, I don't want to get to the racial thing here, man. But if he was a certain ethnicity, there's no way he gets this job, man. There's no way. That's true. How That's true. That's true. You fail 
Derby, he did what he had to do. He got a bare minute. He got them to the playoff final. He could have got them to the Prem. But Derby had been doing that. Chelsea did all right. He transitioned the kids, but he didn't have a choice. And those kids were good. Okay? He got, gets fired. Everton was shambolic. And then he's Chelsea. I'll he kept them up. Like, I, huh? I, I do... I do. Barely. I, I do, he kept I, them up. No, I, I do hear the racial aspect of it. But at the same time, could you not argue that like, he's a Chelsea legend, isn't it? And like they're short, like so, like that that does kind of play into why he kind of got the job. Okay, you don't think Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank is a, is a Chelsea legend? Chelsea, Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank. Sorry, sorry, sorry. More, I think he's sorry. more actually. He's never managed in the Premier League. Let me not lose it. Let me not. He's never managed in the Premier League. You're gonna say he's more suited. He's got. But he more probably experience. has more. Edu- yeah, yeah, you need somebody with authority to guys, bro. There's guys that can't get in match day squads at the moment. That could not be a happy place. Yeah. Oh my days. I think I think this is it for Lampard. If if this continues how it started, he's not going to get a prem job for a while, yeah. and he shouldn't. So I almost respect him for taking on this job because if he if you fuck this up, that's it. Like there's no there's no coming back. Like you go to the championship or you go to um the Scottish Premier League. Like that's that's it. That's it. Because if you go abroad, I'm I'm sorry, I, I don't think he's got the capabilities to manage abroad and to do anything. So um maybe like a cheeky hamburger or something like that. It's disrespectful to the guys that actually clued up in this game. Go and do the coaching badges. Yeah, like, yeah. I you... think um nah. go on, go on, Jesse. No, nah, bro, like I'm sorry, we've got to stop with these guys, man. These guys that are just they've got a name in football, therefore they they're entitled to these jobs. Let's stop it. Let's stop, man. The guy's clueless. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's fair. That's fair. I, I don't I have nothing else to add on that. Um so that's that's a bit of Chelsea tool. I think I, I just will say I think Chelsea are the worst team in the league at the moment. <laughs> I think Chelsea are actually the worst team in the league. Like, no, that's too much. That's too much. Who's who's worse than Chelsea in the league? Southampton are worse than Chelsea. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know if that's Chelsea true. have quality. I think since October, what's what's the I saw a stat, games. man. The one four games since November. Is it four games since October? Yeah, yeah. That's the least. <laughs> that's the least in in the league, bro. <laughs> oh my! So, so, oh, bro, that's the least in the league. Take it in. Oh. Southampton, I, I don't know. I don't know if, if Chelsea are better than Southampton, honestly. Um, and if not Southampton, then who else? Chelsea, bro, is Chelsea the worst team in the league? They're the worst team in the league. But um, anyway, uh, done a bit of Chelsea. Done a bit of, what, Man United? Like, what, Liches out or Varane's out, all of that stuff. Uh, anyone give a shit? If uh, no, you don't want your Martinez. Um, I mean, like United. I mean, it is it is what it is with them, isn't it? They get excited. They play for. They're not playing for anything. Yeah, they stay pocket watching, looking at City, looking at Arsenal, but then Sevilla now they like that. That result's insane because I'm a, I'm a, I'm the same as you guys. I saw I saw it was two 0 I was like, oh, okay, cool. I'm not gonna get any joy tonight. I see Steve pop up. I see him pop up. I'm like, what? And I look, I see it's 2 2. I'm thinking, what's this? Um, talk about Man United, Sevilla. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. That was, yeah, that was beautiful. I just see, uh, I went on Snapchat and I just see Cameron like trying to mock the Severe fan. So I just thought, yeah, I need to get in the chat and. Yeah, no, yeah, fair enough. He he deserves that. He deserves yeah. that. As do all Man United fans, they all deserve a little bit of stick. But guys, I think um, yeah, I think I think we've we've run our course today. I think uh if there's anything else you guys want to add, um let me know. If not, I'm happy to champ and chump. Yeah, and, I wanna uh, go. I wanna go. I, there were, I think there was some really good analysis on the Arsenal West Ham game that Carragher was giving. I missed it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that, man. But don't worry, we're providing that good analysis, you know, for the people listening to this. Am I right? Uh, he's got the am I right? Like you with the with the iPad and stuff, you know. Like. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, okay. So, wait, who's playing today? What the hell? Leeds Liverpool. Leeds Liverpool. Classic, man. What game week is this? Prem. What game week? Second. This is the end of game week. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Little heart attack FPO. Um, okay, yeah. Now my champ of the week. I've, I thought this one through. My champ of the week is uh United Emery. I wanted to give it to him a couple of weeks ago, but he just continues to win. And you know, we have to start respecting coaches like this. Like, if anything, he deserves better roles than you know a certain Frank Lampard Steven Gerrard for example um, I think this is him you know, he's, he's, yeah I think this is him Loki. I don't think he can manage what do you mean Emery yeah like, because I think he is an underdog manager I think this is him that's fair enough but he's, we have like, to he's, give he's an, he's an overachiever we have to give fans. that's fair but we have yeah. to give respect where it's due oh, yeah 100% yeah 100%. Yeah, where guys are bigging up guys like Potter and all, doing all the rest of yeah, it yeah, bro yeah, Emery's yeah. been there putting in mashing work for years yeah, yeah, yeah. winning Europa Leagues obviously he's never going to be the Peps he's never going to be you know the um, the Mikel Artetas of the world or anything like that <laughs> but he's doing what he's doing and we, we have to give him respect for that um, and my champ of the week I said it I said it to Steve earlier my champ of the week is Patrick Vieira because um, Roy Hodgson is 71 72 years old Roy Hodgson is 71 I, 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 I think you have to caveat it because they sacked him right before they, they've got they've got the easiest run they sacked him right for the easiest run they didn't have shots they didn't have shots on target I right, can't Zaha was, Zaha, Zaha was out as well I swear like they like they, Listen, they like man. I don't know I, shots I don't all I'm asking for can you can you just get me a shot on target can you just shoot, yeah, like, kick the ball at the goal? Like, he's got guys like Ayu, man. Like, and he's got guys like Eze, who's now doing what I said. You know, like, remember when I said he was better than Pepe and guys were trying to have my head? My God, where were, where were you three weeks ago? Were you trying Eze three weeks ago? When he's doing nothing? Who's, who's better, Eze or Pepe? Who would you take at Arsenal today, Eze or Pepe? Eze. Exactly. Because like Eze's younger and he's unproven at this level, so you're willing to take the risk on him. Listen, you little twat. You're the guy that picked Pepe. <laughs> yeah. Who was you that picked Pepe? Pepe's still better than him. No, he ain't. I don't, I don't think so. He's not. Pepe's yeah, he's not better than Balogun. Huh? All right, let's move on. I don't want to get into this, please. I want to go into this. Um, uh, yeah, go on. My champ, I can't remember. There was someone who I wanted to trump so bad. I can't remember who. But I'm going to give my champ to... Um... Lita. So. <laughs> I'm going to give my so, champ so. to... Um, what do you call it? 
my champ to Ollie Watkins because he's he's fun. He's he's on. He's been good. And my champ of the week. Who can I give it to? I'm gonna give it to Modric, man. I'm gonna give it to Modric. He's just he's boy. Bro, he's got Chelsea's most assists this season. Two. Two. Modric. He's got two assists. Yeah. And that assist on the weekend was even a bullshit assist as well, anyway, properly. Exactly. He literally just passed the ball. Did you see, bro, that Brad? Hey, honorary champ of the week, yeah. Brighton's oh, that goal. team. What the fuck? Where do they find these players, bro? Just Brighton just Bri- in general, man. They, bro, they the, the way they run is insane. It's just, insane, I saw, bro. I, I, saw, I saw an article on them and how, like, obviously because of Brexit, they've been um, looking at South America more. And that like, they've been... Bro, and they've benefited from it. Yeah, that they're, they're, they're them guys, man. Not going to lie. <clears throat> what else we got? Steve, I'm pretty sure it's you. Um, my champ of the week is Jack Grealish. I've got to be honest with you. I was having a conversation with a few of my friends that really, really rate Jack Grealish highly. And I said to them, like, I don't think Jack Grealish is going to reach the levels that he was showing at Villa. But in the last few months, he has stepped it up. I think it's helped the fact that um, Pep believes in him and has started him consistently. But he is... I know he's not getting the goal contributions that you'd want. I don't think that's ever going to be him, really. But... I think he's a different player now, though. Yeah, no, he looks confident. He looks like he believes he should be there. And he's Not even that. I think he's a different player to... We're not going to get... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Villa, Jack Grealish. But, but... Huh? What do you mean? Well, I I don't think we're gonna get the Villa Jack Grealish because but we're, see, we're seeing that more now though. I think we're getting closer to Jack Grealish because Jack Grealish at Villa was popping up everywhere. He was, but I, but this Jack Grealish isn't not for me. No, but he's playing well. Yeah, he's playing. He's definitely playing well. But it's it's like you look at Sterling. He's like Grealish is becoming that exceptional system player for City, where he's he's doing well. But Villa Villa Jack Grealish was the main man doing running the show essentially like he he did he, like there there was the the what's it called the leash was off he did whatever he needed to do to keep his team you know to get his team points i don't see that same kind of greedy shit yeah okay okay but on your point yeah no 100% like he, he is definitely like he is becoming confident he is getting involved in going forward and all the rest of it it's good to see because you know there is a player that he's a good yeah, player. I was, yeah, I was, I was, I was concerned, but um, uh, my chump of the week is um, oh, I had him. Oh, it's it's gonna be Mbappe, but I've changed my mind. I don't think it should be him. What did Mbappe do? He he literally just beat the. Yeah, you no, know, it's like radio silence as well. No one said anything about that. That's crazy that he's become PSG's all-time greatest scorer. How many years is that? How many years he done then? No like five years. That. Five years since 2018. I'm not sure. Something like, that. Something like that, yeah. 2017, 2018. Chomp of the week. <clears throat> I'm, I'm sorry, guys. Mine's gone blank. Like, can you give me one? Yeah, you're, you're a chump for not remembering your chump. Harry Maguire. Why? Because Anthony Eden. That was weird, wasn't it? <laughs> it was that funny. was weird. I'm not going to lie. It was actually funny. Like, <laughs> <laughs> It's almost like he was like, oh right, like who are you? But, Bro, that's exactly what he done to him. Like um 
Yeah, I'm gonna say Harry Maguire because like he got booked within like the first five minutes. I thought, yeah, like <laughs> they should suck him. Sorry, <laughs> sell him. I don't know why I said suck. My goodness. They should sell him. Right, guys, I think that's I think that's it, isn't it? Like that's another episode of the weekly canon. That's episode, it's got to be 200 and I don't know, 40 something, 50 something. Well, we young lads been around for a bit, haven't we? Do you know what I mean? Hopefully at the end of the season we'll be seeing Arsenal lift the Premier League trophy. Um, but yeah, we've got about what seven, eight weeks. We'll see what happens. Uh, thank you guys for listening. We'll be back next week with that great content that you guys love and adore. Okay, we're out. Okay. Bye bye. Have a good week. <laughs>